You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 30 of Course Creation Bites. I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And today we're talking about the fact that courses don't necessarily take time off, but that I do and that you should too. So while we've talked about lots of things this year that involve support, we have also mentioned um, courses that are pretty much support free. They might be evergreen, they might be lifetime access, um, they might be tiny offers, and there are plenty of courses or products that you can offer that really don't need a whole deal of you. And that's wonderful. So at time of release, it is the 22nd of December. It's like two, three days out from Christmas, right? So the upside of this is I take time off. Podcasts, just like courses, the content can be created in advance. And this one I'm recording a a couple of weeks early so that I don't have to be sitting in front of my microphone three days out from Christmas because it's not really where I want to be right then. Um, And so I can take some time off by really thinking about batching my content and producing it in advance and making sure it's ready for the right time of the year when I need it. Courses are the same. So the wonderful thing about courses, and that's what a lot of people have realized this year, but in general, is that they can leverage the way you do things. Now, I'm not just talking about completely passive products here, which has none of you, but even programs that run live can have elements where they don't need you as much. So the upside of adding a tiny offer or a micro course or some kind of evergreeny lifetime access type of content to your course offerings is that it can continue to run and sell throughout the holiday period, but you don't necessarily have to be right there. So while I don't believe that any income is completely passive, I've ranted about this plenty of times before. I'm sure I'll probably rant about it plenty of times in the future. Um, there's work that goes in, right? Passive implies no work. You put the work in at the beginning, building the content. You put the work in currently due to the marketing. You put the work in due to student support. That might just be answering tech questions or answering emails, but you put the work in. Anyway, while I don't believe that any income is completely passive, tiny offers and micro programs are pretty close. They're about as close as you can come. So what I want you to think about today, and I guess this is your action step straight away. Today is a really short bite-sized piece, but I want you to think about if you don't have them, it's part of your offerings yet, but you really want to look at leveraging your time next year. You don't want to be working all of the time. You want to be able to take some time off over the Christmas period if you're not already. Then think about how you can offer programs and pieces that run for a period of time without you. Perhaps it's tiny offers and micro programs. Perhaps it's an evergreen program they can buy any time and that they can access the content whenever they want. Perhaps it is a live round, but it just happens to take a break for three or four weeks over Christmas and students get a break and you get a break, right? It doesn't mean that you can't take time off just because it's a live round. So really think about how you're building courses to support you and the way you want to run your business, not just the way people tell you you have to do it. I see plenty of clients and people at the moment who are building a course the way that they think they have to. They're building a big signature program because they think it's the thing they have to do to make lots of money. They're building this thing that requires a hundred live classes and a Facebook support group and all these elements that perhaps they don't really want to do because they think they have to. And vice versa. I've seen people build $27 tiny offers because that's the in thing at the moment. And they think they have to do that as well. Right? It's, it's neither or, but I really do want you to think about as part of your course strategy, not just what works for your students, although that's vital, but 
where does the course sit in terms of your business strategy? What do you want it to do for you? How do you want it to work? When do you want to be able to take time off in your business? How much do you want to support your students? Do you want to be on live calls? Does that light you up or do, you know, does that really burn you out? Do you want to be supporting a huge Facebook group or does that burn you out? I know that I have periods of quiet on social media. I find I ebb and flow. I'll have periods where I'm really engaged, but then like my, likewise periods when I'm really quiet. So um, a huge Facebook group of thousands of course creators who all purchased a product might not be great for me. I could hire a community manager, but that might not be great for me. So today, stop and take a think. How do you want courses to work for you and for your business? Because there's a strategy in this. And it's not just building something because everyone else is building it or building it because you think you should or you've been told to. Like, does that type of course, does that program, does that strategy suit you and your business goals and the lifestyle you want to lead? And if the answer is no, why are you running it? Like, what is the point? So courses don't take time off, the passive ones anyway, or the smaller standalone ones anyway, but you should, and I do. This is the last episode of season one. It's been awesome to be here. This is 30 episodes, which has been a really um, big year for me. And it's been absolutely privileged to be here in your ears. Season two comes out mid to late January in 2021. I've got some really cool stuff coming about student engagement, student support, about how we can be looking at things. But I've also got some incredible uh, guest takeovers lined up where we look at sales, marketing, Facebook ads, all the sales strategy behind it. Um, And that's really exciting to look forward to too. So this is it for me for the year. Hopefully, if you're listening, to this live. If not, and you're listening to this in say July, 2021, happy non-Christmas, but for everyone else, um, happy holidays, happy Christmas, have a wonderful time with friends and family. If you can stay safe, which is really important right now. And I will talk to you next year. Okay. It's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search content into courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.